Family owned and operated since 1975, Lawyers Title of Kansas has a dedicated, experienced, and professional staff that provides a proactive approach to make the process a smooth and seamless experience. Get more than a title policy. Get a partnership beyond your expectations. It's time to get down to business on TK Business Live, brought to you by the members of the Topeka Independent Business Association. Now, let's join Tara Dimmick, owner and publisher of TK Business Magazine, as we take a look into the business world of Topeka, Kansas. Hi, and welcome to TK Business Live. I'm Tara Dimmick, and it's great to be with you this Saturday. And I have one of my favorite shows is to get a chance to talk about our TK Business Magazine, but we've had to wait a little bit to talk about it. So I have Lisa with me today. She's our editor-in-chief of the magazine, and we're just going to talk kind of the behind the scenes, some of the stuff maybe you don't get to, to read about in the magazine, and um, a little more details about how some of those articles come together, and and if you haven't read the magazine, a little bit of the details about what's in the magazine. But, um, well, first, welcome, Lisa. Thank you. Always, always great to have you. I think every quarter when I get to do this particular show, it's always one of my favorites because I just, I like talking about the stories and what we put into the magazine. But, you know, we're going to get ready to start about talking about the magazine, but I also love the process of how we decide what articles go into the magazine. Well, I think that that a lot of people don't understand. We get calls all the time. Hey, I've got a great story for your magazine that's coming out next week. And they don't realize that we actually start planning these way far in advance. But uh, yeah, exactly. You know, we get together and we, we brainstorm with people all around us on. So what's going on? What have you heard? Who's doing something cool? What's a new business that is started? What's, you know, what's the climate look like out of there? What do the businesses care about? And then we start formulating, well, what do, what would be really great for our readers to find out about? One of my favorite things that's kind of gone on is with um, with the transition where I kind of am, uh, well, I'm over at Invista and then I get to work with the TK team, is that we now have more of an editorial team of four of us. And each one of us has our own groups of people and businesses that we're surrounded by. And so the diversity of content is so much greater but then it makes it almost what what you don't know is that there's like these fights that we have. <laughs> we love each other, but we're like family, so we have to have knockdown drag out fights about what gets put in the magazine. Yeah, which makes me really proud and if somebody's in the magazine and there's an article done, it has been vetted and fought for and somebody carried a whole bunch of water into that meeting to say, "No, I'm I'm not just going to have a conversation about this, but I'm going to make sure this article makes it into the magazine." So this issue um this one's a fun one. We've been planning this one for, I, honestly, we've been planning the the main core article, the one on the North Topeka Arts District, Arts and Entertainment District. We've been talking about this and trying to do something like this for years. And so we're really excited. And we actually have a drone photographer who did the cover and um, Thomas Hall, who who owns Eagle Aerial. And it, it's, it's a cool, unique, bright cover that I, I love. But the articles really are the exact same cool, unique, and bright, and and vibrant. And what most people, they, they hear Noto, and they think, oh, that's where the artists are up there in North Topeka. And that's true. That's where they are, and they're up there, and they're working, and they're creating, and they're displaying in the galleries. But there's so much more up there. You know, there's a lot of restaurants and breweries have moved in up there. There's retail. You can go shopping. There's antiques. There's um, everything from clothes to vintage handbags to furniture up there. And, and then there's all the people that have been there. They were there before Noto became Noto. They were there 
and saved those buildings from demolition and built their own companies in that area and then are now staying and being a part of what is now this amazing district. Well, and the craftsmen, you know, you, there's glass companies up there. Ace Plumbing is up there. Stevenson, there's there's all kinds of wonderful companies that are in the trades that in their own right are artisans. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's it's pretty, it's a special, like one of my favorite part of the story is we, we were only able to choose, you know, one from kind of each, what we kind of considered there's certain categories of industry. And we, we tried to pick one or two from each one so that we could talk about what their business was and why they chose Noto. But then um, there's so many more stories to be told. Some of them we've gotten to tell in earlier issues, but so many more stories. Well, and we'll, you'll probably hear a few of them in upcoming issues, too, because when you start digging and you start going into a community like that, you can't cover everybody. But all of a sudden, you're in the middle of it, and you're like, oh, you've got such a great story. I wish we had room to tell that. I know. So what was your favorite one? There's like, I don't know, seven or eight of these. It's hard to pick a favorite one, because when you talk about the different categories between shopping and trades... I think one of the most interesting ones to me was probably Stevenson with the what they have really created for the food industry, manufacturing and the processes yeah. they've put in that that spiral shoot thing they've got that keeps potato chips from crushing. That's pretty doggone cool. Yeah, I I am. Um, I, I, I same boat. And Stevenson then just won an award from the Small Business Awards uh, that GTP does. Uh, it was the Innovation Award for just that, right? The, being an innovative company that I think kind of stays under the radar, but is doing all these really cool things. Um, so they, they're fabulous. You know, one of the ones, and we've actually talked to them before, but um, I, I love Stutzman Leather because I didn't know about that. Well, and they they basically um, opened a store specifically there to replace Hilmer's luggage and gifts because right. they were like, Topeka needs a really good quality leather store. And they took it chance and they thought okay let's go put it in Odo. yeah so that one was the the surprise one that i really didn't know much about and then um i love the wheelbarrow like i just love eating there and all that that it's just fabulous but to hear about how they've already outgrown their space and that their coolers downstairs and that you know all these intricacies of like trying something like it it gets me so excited and makes me um inspired by the fact that they were like let's do this and we'll just figure it out as we go. That is, that's amazing. Well, and then a story I think that we need to tell probably in a little more detail is the story of Ace Plumbing, who not only has been down there forever, but saw the old buildings that were possibly going to be torn down, the dilapidated buildings, and bought several of them. And is helping, single-handedly helping to transform some of that just by saving those buildings. Yeah, and that, again, that's one that we... We feel like we basically just touched on and we didn't even get, we could go so much deeper on that story and what they've done and how they've grown. They've been a long time Topeka company. Anyway, they've got a great story. We only, we only touched on that one. Okay. So then there's some other great things that are in the magazine. One of um, our favorites, I think both of ours was the Chavez story. And we have, how many years have we been talking about having Chavez in this magazine? At least 10. It's crazy. It's crazy how long we, and this is part of the process too. And I think that's important is when people tell us, oh, this is a great company. This is a great thing. That's important because it may take us a while. And then the timing's not always right for the company itself. We have reached out a couple of times and they're like, oh, we're just, we've got so much going on right now. We just can't really take the time to stop and and do an article article because we have to stop at a moment in time. But 
this particular point in time worked really well. There's some family transitioning going on. Um, Dan's daughter, Amanda, has just come in as general manager. It's pretty exciting. We've got, you know, brother and sister and dad and, well, this is a family business. So we've got cousins and aunts and uncles and siblings and everybody involved in this business. But, you know, the the thing that I love so much about this story that I think is important is longtime company, been here in our community, family business, family run, family owned, all that good stuff. But then also always on the edge of trying to be the best in their industry, leading the industry right here in Topeka, family owned, family run and saying, we are going to strive to be the best and we're not going to mess around with that. And to, to pass that on from generation to generation and to have the opportunity for their kids to, to take up the business and continue to lead on. But to also say, if you don't want to, that's okay too. And that's part of the story as well. And I, man, this is the epitome of that transitioning of, you know, dad to uh, children, now to the next generation of children, and the dad living in the limbo of what it's like to say, oh, yeah, I remember when I was pushing the, my dad's buttons, and now they're, you know, encouraging me to try new things as well. But pushing my but buttons. Pushing my buttons. So it, it's a great story and one that I, I, I hope you read because I think everyone should know about Chavez and what they've done as a company and how important they are in our community. Uh, so what's what's another one of your favorite ones? Well, when we talk about people that are on the cutting edge and trying to innovate, we have a we have a great article this time that looks at what's happening in the in the medical industry and it's what Stormont is doing to really innovate. Uh, medical care here in Topeka, and not only in Topeka, but nationwide. You know, they look at how can we provide the best quality care for that patient, for that patient's family, and it goes beyond just hiring great physicians. It's everything from how do we run our um, operating rooms? How do we handle our cardiac patients? How do we partner with facilities such as Mayo Clinic to provide more state-of-the-art diagnostics, a lot of different things. Yeah, it's, I have always had a passion and love for Stormont Vale, um, but to watch how they are leading, I, I think they're one of those things that if you're not paying attention, and, and we're not, right? We've got so much going on that sometimes we, we just don't realize what amazing things are right here in our community. And Stormont Vale has been doing this for years. They have said, we're going to lead the way. We're going to do things right. We're going to do things better. And to think that you could go and have a, a virtual nurse in your, your um, hospital room, you know, it's, it seems like, oh, that's just replacing somebody. No, actually, there's all these great things happening because now you can actually get out of the, the hospital on time because an individual doesn't have to go from room to room. They can literally hop in into your room right away. They have to, you know, announce themselves just like they would if they were in person. But those are the little things that make that big difference. It separates the good from the great. And um, I, I'm just, I'm really proud that we have a, some, a, a hospital like Stormont Vale right in our community leading the way. Well, and it's not even just in patient care. They've brought in um, the, the theory of Lean Six Sigma to look at how do we streamline the process you know, from when we get a everything, it's like when you get your cardiac patient in, there's there's a, a benchmark that they're trying to hit. Well, Stormont say it's not good enough to hit the benchmark nationwide. We want to beat the benchmark. How do we do that? Let's look at our process from the minute that that patient gets here until that quality of care has been executed. Right. And to make sure that it's quality of care. And so as a Lean Six Sigma black belt, 
one of my things that I've loved watching is so they do gimba walks, which basically is they go to the place of of the 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 interaction and they walk it. And how many times do we just think as bosses, supervisors, managers, okay, we've told them what to do, now they're going to go do it. But do we ever actually walk through from the consumer's eyes and say, okay, so if I'm the consumer, what is my experience? Let me walk through that. And and they do this. They make sure that the, and not just the consumer, but also the nurse. They do gimbal walks on of how is a nurse interacting and what kind of walking patterns does she or he take that have to cause more time or could have been more efficient? It's all the little things. And they're just, uh, it, that's a cool story. And it's one that, that you need to read because it's got all these details that could really help your business. If you wanted to be innovative and think more of how can I be lean and more efficient, they're, they're pretty awesome. Okay, so another piece that's in there, and we won't get too much into the details, is Show Me the Money. And I, I loved that title, by the way. I thought that was hilarious. But um, it goes and it talks with um, Go Topeka it, and, and the Entrepreneurial Minority Business Development Organization. It talks to, who else are we talking to? Shawnee County Startups. Shawnee County Startups. And then SBA. So Wakarusa Valley, which really supports and helps out uh, financial institutions and small business owners as they're trying to walk through that path of getting an SBA loan. It's a lot of times businesses, especially if you're small and you're just an entrepreneur and you just have an idea, it's very difficult to get that business financing. And what these institutions do, they help you kind of find that gap financing where maybe you've got a loan from a bank, but it's not going to get you all the way there. So there's there's some resources out there to help you fund some of those gaps. There's some great resources, and I think sometimes they get forgotten about or you get scared in the process, and then you start backing away from that great idea that you had. But one of my favorites is really what Entrepreneurial Minority Business um, is doing over at GoTopeka, and that is some loans. And so you actually can be a business, which I think is one of the things, like sometimes you get started, but then to go to that next level, that piece of equipment or that marketing or that training, it just costs so much. And so it, it limits you from where you can grow and they have grants. So you don't have to get a loan. You don't have to pay them back. You just have to cover maybe half of the cost and they're going to cover the other half. They have some certain limitations, but it's a really powerful tool for you to use as a business owner to make that next step, get that next piece of equipment, to try something new that you wanted to try, to upgrade your website. Whatever you need to do, they have really thought through what a small business needs. And um, it's a great it's a great story to just get your mind percolating and Start thinking about who you need to contact and what where you need to go to get some money. It's right there. You, you can grab it. Okay, so another great story was the growth story. And we had three really great business owners that we got to talk with. It was um, Greg Gathers with Custom Tree Care, uh, John over at Cycle Zone Power Sports, and Matt Applehands with Applehands Roofing. So talk a little bit about that story and um, why we kind of chose those three businesses. Well, what we look for a lot of times when we're covering companies is we're looking for businesses that are not satisfied with the status quo. So what are you doing to either uh, come up with a different revenue stream or expand your business or do something a little more innovative for your customer base? And so while these companies are very different, they have something pretty similar, and that is that they were 
they're, they're all successful businesses and they could just keep plugging along the way they they were rolling. They really could. They just decided, you know what? We need more. We want to do more. And Greg's a prime example of that. Greg gathers with Custom Tree Care. You know, he kind of brought his company into the spotlight when he started doing um, disaster recovery. He would take his trucks down where there were hurricanes and he would cut trees and he would do the disaster recovery. And that's really kind of where he made a name for himself. Well, not satisfied with just doing that, he kind of took that revenue. He's reinvested it now into the business, and he's actually creating a whole new revenue stream. He's doing a, it's kind of like a lumber recycling area where you can bring your own trees in, and it's it's a, um, I think it's a forestry recycling materials facility. Yeah, basically saying, okay, I already have this. Why am I not doing it myself? Which I think is one of those great stances of a business owner is to see a need, fill a need. I've got this. I can solve this. Why don't I just do it? I think for um, CycleZone, one of the things that I, you know, they are doing is that they just keep growing. So they once were just CycleZone, right? That was it. So they, you, you, if you went there, you knew you were going to go get a motorbike. But now they sell mowers. They sell golf carts, boats. They're carrying Yamaha, bad boy mowers, tracker boats. They, they added a, a facility because their storage space was filling up so much that they decided to add a showroom and it's located off of US 24. So that, that'll be coming this, well, anytime now. Um, and so, you know, they're just continuing to increase and increase to find the opportunity of there's demand. And so we can fill that demand. And then, you know, with Apple Hands, Apple Hands Roofing has been a family owned business, another great family owned business. And he has just, continued to grow the business and they have a new location and just steady growth, constant, never staying okay to the status quo. And upgrading equipment, adding new um, staff just to be able to keep providing more service and again, just to keep that company growing so that it's strong and hopefully a generational business that will still be around for a very long time. Yeah. So I'm here with Lisa Lowen and we're doing our quarterly um, kind of review of what was in TK Business Magazine. So you can always check it out. It's at tkmagazine.com if you want to see the online version or you can grab it at any of our partners as well as Dylan's and Hy-Vee or Westridge Mall. So uh, pick it up and check it out. A few of the other stories that we've got in here, there is... um, a really great story from Washburn University. It's a professor called The Mystery and the Data, and it talks about what we're all dealing with, right? Like how to use data to be more powerful and more informed. But I want to jump to going to the dogs and some of the, the, the businesses we talked about with going to the dogs. We always talk about how, you know, people love their animals and they're willing to spend a lot of money to take care of them. You know, people, there are a lot of businesses that recognize that dogs are family members, And so they really have not only created a business that that caters to pet moms and dads, but treats pets a lot like people. For instance, you've got Bark Avenue Salon. Now, this is a grooming facility, but it's like your dog going to the salon. Yeah, I think the picture on the page has a dog with pink hair. (laughs) So, I mean, but it's a special... It's, it's special and it's important. And um, uh, with Bark Avenue Salon, her story is so special. I think it's probably one of my favorite stories of somebody. She's from California. She came here because we have all, I mean, the Expo Center has a ton of dog uh, shows. And she came here. She was um, someone who did dog shows. She, her dog, one of the dogs that she had got loose. 
She spent three months looking for it here in Topeka, and she found it. And during that time, she fell in love with Topeka and decided this is where she wanted to stay. This is where she wanted to grow her business. And, you know, she went through those those business pains of going, oh, my gosh, is anyone going to come to, oh, my gosh, the power of word of mouth. And um, that was a pretty cool one. Taj Madog is, you know, if you've seen the big building out by Washburn Rural High School, then you've seen Taj Madog. And I remember when it was getting, go, getting ready to come up, I was like, what is this? You know, and to hear the story and that the fact that they'd been calling it basically Taj Mahal for a lot Taj Mahal, yeah, was what the the husband had been calling his the the doghouse for her dog. The reason it's the Taj Mahal for dogs, if you have not been in there, there are crystal chandeliers hanging from the ceiling. Classical music is being played all day long. You have suites where there are couches and overstuffed armchairs for the dogs to lie on during the day. There's outdoor uh, play facilities. There's indoor play facilities. There's grooming. There's a rec room. There, it's it's like it's like I wish I could be there. It's like a it's like a spa on steroids for your pet, <laughs> right? A, a human spa on steroids, but for your pet. Like you're not allowed. You can't go lay on the couch. Well, and it goes beyond that. You know, they're really looking at the health of the dog you know when you board dogs you're always worried about the cleanliness of the facility and are is my dog going to feel that it has not been abandoned and and so there's there's cameras in there they've got staff on on um site they're gone there overnight but but pretty much they're still monitored um 24 hours a day you have they they wash out the cages four to five times a day with a special cleaning solution and disinfectant. They've got air filtration systems in there to keep the air quality clean. It, you know that your dog is going to be in a nice, clean, safe environment. Yeah, it's a great story. It's a great story of a business owner too. She retired and then saw an opportunity to you know just do a little bit more, and so she started taking on dogs. The neighbors didn't really like that, and thus. Here becomes this opportunity to say, well, do I close, which she did, but then what do I do next? And do I, I really loved what I was doing. Maybe there's an opportunity here and really grabbing onto that opportunity and saying yes. Yeah. And now they're building a big house behind the facility so that they can actually be there on site all the time. (laughs) It's amazing. Okay. So the final article is by Kim Groniger, um, who I love. She writes for us every issue. And I got to give a shout out to Emma Highfield before we close up too. Emma has been become our new like magazine. We have a like we have a title. Like she's our staff photographer. She's so much more than that. That is we've got to come up with a better title. She's amazing. She is doing so much photography for us, and um, she has her own company, Rose Wheat. And so, if you are looking for a photographer, this woman is easy to work with. She's you know, I'm I'm pretty high maintenance and high strong. I'm not really high maintenance, probably high strong. And um, Emma is so calming, and she just makes you feel comfortable, and she knows she she makes you feel beautiful. Well, and we I've liked her pictures so much. Just on a personal note, that we had her shoot some family pictures. She drove out to Maple Hill, Kansas, with her little velvet shoes, and walked out in the middle of the cattle corral and took pictures with my farmer father-in-law and his family and just i mean was wading up to her knees in muck and did what it took and it was fabulous oh that's so amazing yeah emma has been outstanding and so we feel really 
we know that we're just a part of um, a lot of writers and photographers' journey. We we love that we get to be a part of their journey. But Emma has been um, a great addition to the team, and we're really excited about what she what she does now and what she'll do in the future. And we're glad that we have her in this place right now. So Emma, uh, as you look through the magazine, she really basically took almost every photo. Mm-hmm. I think you've seen about town, and Thomas took care of our our aerial shots. So it's it's pretty fabulous. But the last article um, we want to chat, chat about real quick is growth through acquisitions. And there was th- there's probably more than this, but there's three major acquisitions that really have happened over the last six months or so. And so we kind of got a chance to talk with those businesses. A little bit of lessons learned. I, I like the way this article flows. You kind of, it, Kim kind of sets up a, a particular topic area and then she gets feedback and commentary from each one of those businesses. And the businesses were BT and Co., Century Business Technologies and Capital Federal. So, you know, talk a little bit about um, kind of what what you saw with this article. Well, what I liked was that you've got some smaller companies and you've got some really big companies, and they they all kind of share some of the same tendencies. When you're when you're a company that is acquiring another one, you are dealing with not only just just purchasing assets, but you are dealing with personnel, and you're dealing with how do we make that decision for the people who are part of that company we're buying so that they feel like they're part of us as a new organization? And, and you know, for instance, you've got Cap Federal that bought Cap Citibank. You, Cap Federal didn't just go in and say, hey, sorry, you're now all us. You guys can do, go do your own thing. They, they sat down thoughtful discussions on how can we merge these two under the Capital Federal uh, banner but still treat those employees, give them the autonomy they need, and make them feel like they're part of this organization. Yeah, it, the same story kind of goes for BT and Co. with CBiz and seeing an opportunity, hearing about a need, and then saying, okay, but how do we take care of the people? And how do we merge technologies? And how do we do it during tax season? So, <laughs> well, and growing a company from probably more than doubling its size, they're, they're in the process now of having to renovate a new facility. They're going to have to move into a new building because they've outgrown where they are. So it's that growing process as well. Not only am I just absorbing business and, uh, accounts receivable and, and clients, but now I've got to talk about physical space. Yeah, absolutely. And then Century Business Technologies, they were the merger with Dynamic Computer Solutions. And Dynamic has been, I mean, it's been a stakeholder in the community for so long. All of these businesses have, right? CBiz, Capital City Bank. Well, I mean, there there's um, love and tradition that goes with each one of the companies that was merged into another company. And so, you know, with Century Business Technologies and Dynamic Computer Solutions, that merger was one or acquisition was one where Century was able to add on an entire department and grow themselves in their capacity in a in a in a very changing technology based world where they needed those capacities to really be capable of doing what their next step and their future held for them. Well, and what I found really fascinating was the companies they're working with the principals of the two companies are working together. It's not like the company that just bought the company is now in charge of everything. They've they have truly merged them. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so we have filled up every second of our time again, as we always do. Um, so, Lisa, thanks so much for joining me. It's always great to chat with you about TK. And uh, thanks so much for joining us on TK Business Live. Hope you have a fabulous end to this week and a great start to next. 
My name is Jennifer Kermis, Vice President of Business Development with the Jura Credit Union. TIBA is advice and support. TIBA is information and education. TIBA is a voice for small businesses. One of the best things about it is that everyone's very open there. Everyone collaborates, you know, everyone talks about best practices of, well, this is how we were able to handle this situation. This may be able to help you down the road, or this is the marketing strategy that we took on this deal versus, you know, have you ever considered adding this product line to your business? The Topeka Independent Business Association is strong because of its members. Become a member today by visiting TopekaTIBA.org. The goal in baseball is to round the bases and slide safe into home. Feeling safe at home is what you want with your insurance coverage, too. Get that coverage on your home, auto, and more with State Farm agent Jim Garrison. Just go around and stop in to see Jim Garrison on the northeast corner of the roundabout at 29th and Urish. Thanks for joining Tara and her guests on TK Business Live. Join us again to hear more from our community business leaders, entrepreneurs, and people making a difference in the landscape of how business is progressively moving forward in Topeka. TK Business Live is brought to you by the members of the Topeka Independent Business Association.